0: Hello and welcome to the May edition of our Corporate ESG 5 and 5 podcast, in which we spend five minutes exploring the key ESG trends set to shape the market this month and beyond. I'm Tyler Mazes from our Climate and ESG Capital Markets team, and I will be taking you through this month's key topic, the EU Parliament adopting key laws as part of its Fit for 55 package. The EU Parliament has approved the deals reached with member states in late 2022 on key legislation that forms part of the Fit for 55 in 2030 package. This plans to reduce greenhouse gas emissions by at least 55% by 2030, which is in line with the European climate law. The EU Council will need to formally ratify the deal before it can come into force. We will talk through three key components of the package. First, a carbon border tax. Second, a carbon border price for petrol and home heating. And finally, a dress transition fund. First is the establishment of a new carbon leakage instrument in the form of the EU Carbon Border Adjustment Mechanism, or known as CBAM, which aims to incentivize non-EU countries to increase their climate ambition, and it will be the world's first carbon border tax. This move will get the most international attention, as goods imported into the EU from countries with the less stringent climate legislation will have an import duty levied on them to avoid the phenomenon of carbon leakage where European companies could move production out of the EU to avoid a carbon price or face unfair global competition if they do not. The levy will begin in 2026 and initially apply to imports of steel, cement, aluminium, fertilizers, electricity, and hydrogen, which was not in the Commission's initial proposal but was added by the Parliament. During negotiations, the Parliament also insisted on adding provision for CBAM's future application to process products such as cars, screws, and bolts. There is a provision for applying the levy to indirect emissions from activities like land use change under certain circumstances, which is to be defined. It was a major sticking point in the negotiations and was opposed by several national governments, including Germany. Nations like Russia, China, and the UK will be most affected by CBAM, given the goods exported into the EU from these countries. Free allowances in the EU emissions trading system, or the ETS, for the industries affected by CBAM will also be phased out. The reasoning for this is that the new regime will protect them in the future, and the free allowances will no longer be necessary. The Commission argued that continuing to provide free allowances after 2030 means the EU would effectively be subsidizing its high-emitting industries. However, the final phase-out schedule is less generous to industry than the Commission's initial proposal. Under the deal, free allowances will be cut in half by 2030 and entirely phased out by 2034. Alongside phasing out of free allowances, a second law coming onto the books is the launch of a new carbon market covering emissions from fuels used in cars and buildings in 2027. This new ETS2 will exist alongside the current EU ETS. Under the deal reached in December, the price of carbon from home heating and transport fuels will be capped at 45 euros per ton to avoid the risk of an escalating price making fuel unaffordable for vulnerable parts of society. The plan is expected to add $0.10 per litre to the price of petrol and diesel. The negotiators also added a provision stating that if energy prices are exceptionally high, the new scheme will be delayed by a year to 2028. Separately, the main EU ETS has also seen its requirements tightened for the current trading period of 2021 to 2030, requiring industrial sectors covered by the system to cut their emissions 62% below 2005 levels by 2030. This is a big step up from the existing 43% target. That move is expected to bring the price of carbon back up to 100 euros per ton over the coming years, up from its current levels of around 80 to 85 euros. The third fit for 55 element to be enacted this week is an 86.7 billion euro social climate fund to protect vulnerable households and avoid a backlash to the EU's energy and climate agenda. This was increased during negotiations from an original 72.2 billion euro plan, which was proposed by the Commission. EU countries will have to submit social climate plans after consulting with local and regional authorities, businesses, unions, and civil society. The fund will finance temporary direct income support to tackle the increase in road and transport heating fuel prices from the new ETS, with a limit of up to 37.5% of the total estimated price tag of each national plant. It will also cover long-lasting structural investments, including into buildings renovation, the integration of renewable energy, infrastructure for zero and low-emission vehicles, and public transport. The fund will start in 2026, one year before the carbon price on road and heating fuel kicks in. It will initially be financed via the revenues obtained from auctioning 50 million EU ETS allowances, estimated at around 4 billion euros. Once the new ETS starts up, the fund will be financed in the sales of allowances to cover road and building emissions up to an estimated €65 billion, euros, with an additional 25% contributed from national budgets. Now, the text must be officially endorsed by the Council. They will then be published in the EU official journal, and then they will enter into force 20 days later. The adoption of these pieces of legislation is in response to the citizens' expectation that the EU accelerate and complete the Green Transition, as expressed in the conclusions of the Conference on the Future of Europe. Thanks for listening to this month's Corporate ESG 5 and 5 I hope you found it useful. As always, please be sure to check out our monthly newsletter and LinkedIn content for more on the key ESG trends shaping the market. Thanks again, and see you next time.